Are you ready to listen to the best podcast that you've ever heard in your entire life? Which one's that? You, I'm asking you. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> this uh, podcast. Oh, excellent. What's, what is this? Is a podcast? This is our podcast. This is the Ready Fight Podcast. I thought you just liked the sound of our voices. Theme song. <laughs> Back to the Ready Fight Podcast. I'm Greg. Nathaniel here. Happy 2020, everybody. Happy 2020. We're back. Greg, uh, is, you are figuratively back and literally back. Correct. From Taiwan. I'm just going to get this out of the way. You traveled to Taiwan to I see did. Star Wars. I did. At a special theater. You said, I got to go right. to Taiwan and see it there. That was the only place I was playing. And then you were back in two days. Correct. How was it? The movie or Taiwan? No. Our friend Greg actually went to Taiwan for two weeks with his fiance. Correct. And her family. Oh, and the family. Yep. And he made the news. And we were on the news. <laughs> what was that about? I saw that little Facebook post there. There was uh, like this big like truck stop. Let's, uh, no, okay, truck stop's the wrong word for it. Like uh, rest area. Um, and the rest areas there are like crazy. Like it's like a shopping mall pretty much. But okay. they had like robotic tray collectors that like oh. went around the aisles so, like you just put your tray on and then it's like excuse me thank you and then it says it in a bunch of different that languages. was like the new tech that they were right showing off okay so then angela's mom like had an interview because she was taking a picture of it and then like the camera guy went up to her and like interviewed her and then it showed us sitting showed at the table weird white looking white, white yeah. dude in taiwan <laughs> <laughs> no taiwan's cool it was awesome everything was great um Good. Good. I saw Star Wars like an hour after we got, uh, like two hours after we got off the plane. We'll so talk about it more in a tired. little bit, but what is your thumbs up or thumbs down? Thumbs up. I saw it again last night. Wow. Hmm. Did right. you see it? I did. I saw it. Thumbs down for you? No. I think a thumbs, well, we'll talk about it, but definitely not thumbs down. We will talk about it. I was off of work for a week and a half on vacation between... Christmas and New Year's, and I got what? real sick. You, yeah, I'm still a little sick. Well, but, thanks uh, for coming over. Don't touch yeah. anything. <gasps> That's your mic, so uh. you can do whatever. You want. <laughs> um, I don't clean the microphone. I know, but I'm gonna rub it. I'm gonna take this. I'm gonna rub it over your steering wheel when I when I leave here. My car's locked. Ah, shit. Um, but, but played some games. Played some games. Watched some movies. Best time to do it when you're sick. I'm gonna go see. I'd like to go see. It is my birthday weekend. Thanks for Happy all. Happy birthday. Thank you. It was actually last Tuesday, but I'm choosing yeah. to celebrate it this weekend. Thank you to all the Ready Five podcasters there for the birthday gifts. Um, <laughs> Did you get gifts? Yeah. Gifts? G-I-F-S? The hiss. The hiss? <laughs> uh, that joke is so 2019. <laughs> well, uh, to, what is the 2020 hiss? I did start playing Control again, though. How is um, it? It's I really cool. Keep on hearing better and better things. Yeah, and well, that's kind of was my that was kind of the catalyst. All these award shows, and I said, why did I ever stop playing that game? I forget which game came out shortly after, but right. Um, yeah, I'm just loving it. I'm planning on beating it here pretty soon, and well, uh, that was our that was our time away. We actually did record a podcast, but due to technical difficulties, it I is lost it. in the yep. ether. It is on its way into space. Somebody, some alien race will pick it up and yeah. they'll be like, this is the best podcast in the galaxy. Right. 
by that time, I'm sure we'll have some type of galactic <laughs> domination of podcasting. Earthlings, we have come to Earth to meet Greg and Nathaniel of Ready Fine Podcast. Where they are they? <laughs> Bring us to your lead podcast leaders. Which is us. <laughs> yes. Awesome. Let's, what else did you do? Um, let's see. How about let's real quick talk about what we got for Christmas. I got an Xbox. I'm back on playing Halo again. What kind an Xbox? Like no, Xbox One S. Um, so I had debated it, but I just Halo is my favorite. We talked about this on the show. It's my favorite multiplayer game. I've been missing it. Um, there's I absolutely did not need and I had an Xbox when it first came out. I sold it. Um, and the Halo gap is just too much. So I actually started playing Guardians. Actually, the single player story. Um, and playing a bunch of multiplayer. Uh, what else I get? Got some 49ers stuff. Go Niners. They play tomorrow. Yeah. Um, you should dress up like a prospector. <laughs> yeah. Sour, That'd be funny. Sourdough Sam. <laughs> um, what do you think of your new coach? That's a weird hire. Hey, Greg is a Carolina Panthers fan, everybody. Go Panthers. They suck. Uh, whatever. It's a weird hire. <clears throat> but we'll see how it works out. Uh, but this is not a sports show. This, this is, is a movie uh, and games podcast. Right. So, and other media. Uh, did you get any cool movie or game stuff for Christmas? Gundams. Gundams. Well, my Christmas present was uh, more Star Wars ornaments for the oh, Star cool. Wars Christmas tree. Uh, I went to Taiwan. That was costly. So that was part of my <laughs> that was, that was Christmas <laughs> gift. Yes. I got a couple <clears throat> cool uh, Asian exclusive shirts. Okay. Uh, some DBZ and Star Wars shirts, right. and then some Gundam bottles. All right, well, uh, go Gundam. Correct. That's that area that is where you put your Gundams together. Correct. With your <laughs> last night was a pretty cool night. I got to Culver's, uh, went to Hobby Lobby, got some stuff for Gundam modeling, and then saw Star Wars. He actually has like a um, official like meth lab area for his. Gundams with, <laughs> <laughs> with big magnifying glasses and little like hook. That it looks pretty. Alligator easy. clips. Yes, to alligator the pieces. It looks yep. like a lot more is going on there than toy making. <laughs> but anyway, let's anyway. bring in 2020 with a bang. Ready? What are we going to start talking about? We're going to pretty much redo what we did last time. Uh, we'll go right. over our favorite stuff of 2019 and then like uh, wrap it up. Repeating myself. Right. <laughs> um. It'll be all new for the listeners. That's true. Except and for I don't really remember because it was like a month ago already. Except for the folks over at Percy I. Omicry, Omicron A. <laughs> what were the two aliens' names? I have no idea. Oh, that's there. Futurama. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was thinking about that Simpsons. Men are from Percy I. Omicron 8. Women are from Percy I. Omicron 7. Something stupid like that. <laughs> Anywho. Anywho. Uh, so, yeah, best of uh, 2019 and best of the decade. Yes, everyone's going crazy with this decade talk, which All is right. like, whatever, that's fine. I guess any any excuse to to break down big increments of time. And, Correct. And that's think about the life that you once had. Are you questioning the word decade? I don't understand. <laughs> no, 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 that's fine. I just, I, you forget, you know, I forget that like, oh, everyone's going to be talking about best of decade. And you start bringing up like, um, you know, just movies that you haven't thought about in a oh. while or, you know, what I mean. But I'm like, that was so... 2013 that was cool back then what are we talking about for 
But it's a decade show, so let's just get on with it. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you're really excited to be here. <laughs> really bringing the energy for 2020. All right, cool, dude. Uh, let's start off with TV. Um, you don't watch TV. Did you watch TV while you were sick and you had some time off? Um, well, I started watching The Witcher. Yeah, what do which, you think? Um, I'm only two episodes in. I think it's pretty cool. This is coming from someone who has not played a single minute of The Witcher, but always... You know, as a fan of games, I understand kind of the impact that it had. It's a big deal. Right. Um, Henry Cavill seems pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much I can say because I haven't played the game. You know, it just it seems like a it's cool... It's pretty spot on. Yeah. It seems like a pretty cool... It makes me want to play the game, I'll say that. But I didn't really need a reason to. I just never... It was just one of those games where I never played one or two, so I had... Right. It's really hard for me to get into a third one not knowing... Right. Know. I jumped straight into three. <clears throat> but what's good is, like... The loading screens. Uh, do you remember Mass Effect? Like the loading screens kind of did backstory. Um, I'm trying to remember Mass Effect One. No, Mass Effect. Was it Mass Effect? Am I thinking of a the loading screens one? for Witcher Three? Tell you about one and two. Yeah, cool. it, it does like little uh, animations. Oh, really? It's like storyboards hmm, of like backstory. Cool. Okay. Yeah, so I jumped right into three, um, and I played like a hundred hours. And then I'm like, this is long enough. Let's yeah. <laughs> stop late. I um, want to go back to it now that I watch the show. I'm like, man, that is a really good game. Like, everything in that game is just, like, so well done. Yes. Like, the sound, the visuals, the fighting, the story. Um, I didn't say I got, like, sick of playing it. It's just, like, I want to play more, and I had to, like, cut myself off. It's like... I could easily just keep on playing this game forever. Yes. And like do everything, but I can't. I have to move on. I'm going to try it out someday. And I have it. Do you want to borrow um, it? You have to let me borrow right. control. <coughs> That's the first sneeze of 2020. Are you sick? I'm ready for that oh, yeah, you are sick. Yeah. <laughs> Wipe your hands on my stuff somewhere. <laughs> Um, yeah. No, but well, we're digressing here, so we'll talk about that a little later. But I, I started watching that show. It's good. Uh, and yeah, it's good. I'm I'm definitely gonna finish it. I, I'm interested. I'm only through episode two. Um, so it's a 2019 show. Yep. Right. Yep. So um, we can include that in here. Was this? Are we doing decade shows here? Let's do. Year? Yeah. I Let's mean, do 2019, and then it will end on so the decade. My best of the year, which, well, I again, I can't remember. I'm just so bad at TV shows. Uh, let me run through some of the big ones. Uh, Game of Thrones final season. Oh, Stranger yes, Things done. season three. Mandalorian. Um, Silicon Valley. Uh, True Detective season three. Watchmen. Witcher. And then I got some other stuff that I like. Well, <laughs> I think it's appropriate that we talk about Mandalorian. I did watch that. I thought it was super mega awesome. Did you yeah. like it? Yep. Liked every... Almost every episode. You know, Even the episodes that were a little dull. Um, every, I think the most panned episode is like the, uh, I don't know, the rice paddy episode where he's like in that little fishing the, village, village or like, right. yeah, farming village, and it's the ATSC walker. You know, I feel I've been reading articles, and I have a real problem with people that have a problem with the format of the show, and that is that there seems to be a divide with somewhere along the line we can no longer have episodic shows, right? It has right. to be one big overarching storyline for 
Which, in a way, you kind of had that. I mean, the Baby Yoda thing, right? right? Which seems now not to get into too heavy spoilers, but it seems like that's going to continue. But I was fine with it. The guy's a goddamn assassin or a bounty hunter. Right. Um, <clears throat> you know, what? how much more episodic of a... Right. You know, that's... I don't understand this problem with, oh, there's nothing cohesive. Now he's doing something else other than... Uh, I, I thought the show, I mean, just the nature of The Mandalorian set up well for it. I thought the show was cool. I enjoyed seeing a different aspect of it. Mm-hmm. I will give you that, like, um, you know, that one episode where they, he gets, I can't remember if he gets set up. They have to break out that alien's brother. Mm-hmm. You know, there was such a wild right. cast of characters. I right. would have liked to see another episode or two more of that. Mm-hmm. But you know, then I'm fine with them moving on. Like, I thought it was really cool how it ended. Um, well, whatever. We can talk spoilers. Uh, so spoilers. Spoilers for everything <laughs> yeah, spoilers. of 2019 and the decade. Uh, yes. Um, but I thought it was really cool how it ended kind of back on the planet where it started. Um, and what is the what was the bad guy's name with the dark saber? Uh, Moff Gideon. Moff Gideon. Um I guess he's in Rebels or something, or he's made appearances before. This is same name in continuity. <laughs> I, I thought I read that he had been in Rebels or one of those animated shows. Yeah, um, I don't. I don't watch Rebels. So. But and I never knew. You know, again, I'm not a Star Wars super fan. But I never knew anything about the dark saber. So oh yeah, that, when that came out, that was, was awesome. Yeah, I was like, well, that's really fucking cool. It made me want to learn more. Yeah. Um. But what did you think? You're the super fan here. What did you think of? I would agree with you. Um, I like how every episode's like short and contained, and it's just like a little, like it reminds me of like, uh, like older TV show. Like you know, it's a little half an yeah. hour episode. This is what happens in this episode, and next week it moves on to something else. Like yeah, there's you know, a, there's a whole plot, but you know, you can jump in at any point and kind of just get what's going on in the show. Yeah, my favorite. Some of my favorite. Well, my favorite TV show of all time is Episodic and the X-Files, you know? So, mm-hmm. and the, the cool thing, though, is you can argue they did it really well where, you know, all 11 seasons or whatever, it, it was episodic, but there was also a massive story, you know, there was a main story to it, um, but it would, you know, every every season it would only devote, devote three or four episodes of its 20-episode arc to that overarching story, you know? So... Um, yeah, but anyway, I thought The Mandalorian was cool. You liked it. Thumbs up. Are you excited? What would you like to see next season? Um, I guess I would like to see more bounty hunting. Yeah, I would like to see. Uh, that's, you know, Star Wars. I know enough to know that Star Wars, um, the encyclopedia of characters, the bounty hunting universe is rich, right? So right. there's got to be so, I mean... It brings me back to like that unmade game, uh, thirteen thirteen. Yes, that yeah. was gonna be like the underbelly of like Coruscant yeah, bounty CD, hunting, CD right? Star Wars, yep, that was cool. So, again, I love everything about the show, but yeah, more bounty hunting, um, more BH, right? More BH. Nice. All right, great cool. show. Great show. Good yep. times. Um, what was the other it, thing? It's really refreshing to have a show that is only like half an hour. Yeah, that's another thing too. Um, and yeah, it's it's cool. Like they stick so much money into these little 
little episodes, you know, it's like it's just brimming with cool scenery and stuff. And it, it just, yeah, it's just always the right amount of time to you. Right. I do like that. Um, <clears throat> what are you, a Watchmen? Did we talk about that? That's Correct. my favorite show, bar none. Oh, that might be, yeah. What you watched all of it? Mm-hmm. What yeah. did you think of it? Of the ending? I just, I think it's the. You know, there's no plan for a season two or anything, right? Not right now, which I like. Right. Um, I mean, if it happens, it happens. The writer said, "What Damian Lindelof, Lindelof, yeah, whatever the who I is. like." Did you ever watch Leftovers? No, it's on I HBO. Think my wife did though. Uh, what is that about? Uh, it's like half of the more than half, twenty percent, or sorry, less than half. I think like twenty percent of the Earth's population just disappears one yeah. day. Um, no, haven't seen that. But amazing, amazing show. And then he also did Lost, which say what you will, some of <laughs> Lost is really good, some of it's not so much. I am so happy. I was always happy that I read the original Watchmen graphic novel. It's but you know, for my money, for a lot of people's money, one of the better comics ever made. Right. Um, but this show made me appreciate everything about the Watchmen universe more. And I think that's to walk out of watching that and just feeling like this universe is cooler than it's ever been. Yeah. Um, and there's just so much going on. Yeah. Of course I want to see more, but I only want to, I only want to see more if it's, if it can hold my interest, the story they told in Watchmen was so phenomenal. Um, you know, it was, it was just so great. I, I can't say enough good things about Dr. Manhattan and what they did with the seventh cavalry and what is it? Violent night or what, what is, uh, the white Knight? No, what was the main character's name? Uh, sister night, sister night. Thank you. Um, and all the stuff with hooded justice and kind of what happened with that. Right. Th- that that might have been the best episode, I think. Well, and he goes back with all the memory pills. Or... Right. That episode was amazing. That was really cool. All I... the episodes are amazing. That, I don't know, that <laughs> might be the best show of the decade. You know, there's another really impressive thing to me about The Watchmen is all those characters are so memorable and they are just, I mean, all the Watchmen characters are just their absolute own thing and they stand the test of time. So introducing any sort of new character amongst all those characters would have is a very tough job to do. And then they bring in Lady True and Lady True is awesome. Right. You know, she was just she was a watchman character through and through. Um and spoiler alert, she seems every bit of Adrian Veidt's daughter. So <laughs> <coughs> um very cool. Can can't say enough good things. If you haven't seen uh Watchmen, buy yourself an HBO subscription even for a month or two. It is completely worth the monies. Right. Money, 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 money. Money, money, money. Who sings that? Uh, is that what you're looking up on your phone? Yeah, it is. <laughs> <coughs> um, Sorry, I was just looking up stuff of the decade. No, Here we go. Uh, Moving along. Honorable mentions, I think, um, to this year, Fleabag. Yeah, I saw that that was got some nods of the Golden Globes. double Gs. Yep. Um, Russian Doll, Killing Eve, um, The OA, which is canceled on Netflix. I'm hoping like Amazon or something picks it up. Shout out to listener of the show, I think. I'm, actually, I don't know if he listens or not, but Tony Montalvo was 
doing security, I believe. At the yeah, Golden I saw Globes. that. That's pretty cool. So good for you, Tony. You're good for money. you, Tony. Uh, why don't you uh, wear a Ready Fight podcast yeah. next time you go to any type of Hollywood event? Yeah, you want to get in good with the crowds and want something to talk about, wear your Ready Fight podcast. Maybe get some movie celebs over here to do so some interviews for the podcast. Bet you Bradley Pitts listens to RF. Probably. Yo, bro, security guard, come over here. You listen to that too? I like how you're abbreviating everything now. Uh, <laughs> it's one of my one of my R's. We're already seeing RF today. TV. <laughs> it was one of my R's for 2020. Nice. Um, so Fleabag, yes, you've been watching that. Do you like it? Uh, yeah, binge watched it uh, both seasons. Me and the future wife, and loved every minute of it. Great show. Russian Doll. I know that's supposed to be good. Amazing. It's just, TV show, I don't amazing show, but yeah, but it, I generally gave it a ten. Killing Eve, my wife watches that. Yeah, good show. Uh, Villeneuve, <laughs> uh, can't remember her name. She's been getting a lot of roles lately. She's the evil chick. Yeah, she. Well, yeah, right in that whatever. show. Right. She is she's such uh, a boring interview. Every time I see her on a talk show, it is like she's not that funny. She's not. Oh, really? I just me and my even my wife uh, who loves that show we watch it and we're like I've never seen her outside of I think it was on on Conan or it was I don't know if it was on ah that's too bad it was just like oh man I'm glad this is over interesting even the comedian I'm probably never gonna watch that because I don't want to ruin it because I think she's really good in that show and well she's a good actress I'm not taking anything away from that I just said she was was very boring interview Uh, well that's kind of refreshing. (laughs) <laughs> you, you like your stars to be boring. Well, whatever. it's kind of nice that, you know, not everybody has to be like so whimsical and, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, love, like, I love that. I wish they'd just calm down and give a boring interview. Yeah, I love when my favorite actors and actresses are just fucking milk toasts. <laughs> That's super cool. Yeah, I, The thing I like most about her is she's milk so, toasts? She's so real and boring. You could just lay continue with, lay with her for hours. And yeah, she'd whatever. Have nothing to fucking say. Um, so I hope Stranger Things <laughs> is not coming back because the last two seasons of that sucked. Um, I Game fine. of Thrones. Glad that's over. So sick of that show. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Game of Thrones is. Uh, I mean, it's. I think it ran its course, even with the fans, right? I think by right. the. Well, I think that was because it's 2020 and now people just complain when they get a super show like that. There's no pleasing anyone, so. Right. Whatever. Is that, that going to be the biggest trend of is people. Just bitching. Right. Online and making studios <clears throat> change. Well, no, I'm I'm kind of just Game of Thrones got so huge and maybe. And it had time to accrue a huge fan base. Right. I'd like to think. You know, part of the reason why I'm glad Watchmen hopefully is ending, uh, unless they can really f- just one do and done. Just, yeah, it's because you don't you don't have that. No, it didn't. But have it's time so to. good. Like, all right, Game of Thrones. I never really. I'm like, oh, this is so good. Like every episode, I'm like, I can't wait. Like it was more of like, ugh, I just want to know yeah, what happens and yeah, get to the end of this. Yeah. Like something like Watchmen, I'm like. It's so captivating. It's such good writing. Right. Like every thread leads somewhere and does something. You just want more of it because it's entertaining and it's well done. Can I tell you something too that I figured out about one of the reasons I'm bad at watching TVs, uh, TV shows is what really works for me and what makes me actually want to watch things more 
is when they control the releasing of of these programs. Mm-hmm. If I if I if it's all just dumped on me, then I just I just have no plan of attack. It's like oh we'll get around to it, and that's like with The Witcher, right? Like right. I should have had that watch by now. It's only what eight episodes, right? But I watch two, and I'm like, ah, eh, fuck it, I'll get around to it when I get around to it. Whereas when a new one comes out, like with The Mandalorian, I see it come up on my email or whatever, like, Mandal- oh, well, uh, let me go watch that when I get home. I'll watch it, get it out of the way. It's only 40 minutes. Right. I don't have to worry about finishing this big eight-hour block, and then I can go back to it next week. You so know? you're inundated <laughs> by the Netflix approach of just yeah, releasing. I don't like it, yeah. I, I see th- that. I think I, I think Netflix should take a cue and probably start doing. It's like I'm somebody that if I I'm, I'm week somebody to week, and I think that speaks to my like when I attack a project like this secondary job I have for this video game company. If they give me a task that it's going to be a big task, I'm somebody that will seal myself away for a weekend and just sacrifice a weekend and get it done, as opposed to breaking it up in increments. Same like even if I have the time to do it. I just want to get it done, you know? So when I see, like, an eight-hour block of shows... You're just like, like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, it's just like I started watching Witcher, and I, when, I, when I started watching it, I had plenty of time, excuse me, it was, uh, to, watch, to watch it all. And I just, you know, after two or three hours, I'm like, nah, I'm going to do something else, and then I just never get back to it. So, Okay, well, I'm going to talk about The Witcher because I don't want to spoil it for you, so I'm just going to knock it out. Season two, what I want to see is more witchering. Like Mandalorian, I want to see more of him doing bounty hunters. I don't even care about the jetpack. Um, Yeah, I guess it's cool. Uh, But the Witcher, like my favorite parts of that game were like doing like the monster hunting quests and like him like doing his job, going around, you know, Go kill this werewolf right. or figure out why the werewolf's cursed. Yep. Go, like, help this, like, Baron with his problem. Like, I want to see more of that. Um, You know, but I get it. Like, this, the the first season was, like, setting up, you know, the character development and how everybody's connected. Yep. Season two, get into it. Have them traveling village to village. Do some monster, monster hunting. You like Henry Cavill? Yeah, he plays a part. Yeah. That guy's ripped, dude. You look at that guy's like triceps. Yeah, <laughs> it's he's a, nuts. He's Superman. Yeah. So at least we think. Yeah. For right now, he is. <clears throat> um, yeah, he is. Who? God, who is he dating? I just heard that he was dating someone that I was sh- shocked that he was dating. Maybe I wasn't shocked, but I was just like, wow, I didn't know he was dating her. No clue. But this isn't the show for that. Um, it is now. <laughs> That's our know. second podcast. Who's uh, Henry yeah. Kevill dating? The the Ready Date podcast. Um, That's a good name. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I'm gonna find it. All right, Henry Cavill uh, dating, and it says, "Oh well, maybe he doesn't have one." Who's he quarantine? Oh yes. Oh, that's right. At one time, he dated... He's not dating her anymore, but at one time, he dated Gina Carano. That's crazy. I didn't know that. Who, I think, looks pretty good in The Mandalorian, even though she's pretty beefy, I guess, but she's a bodybuilder, so... I don't body shame, so I'm not jumping in on this conversation. No, I'm saying, (laughs) of course, she can look beautiful as a bodybuilder. She's just just beefed up and souped up. She's got on all that gear. 
but I still think she looks pretty attractive. What say you? <laughs> uh, moving along. <laughs> Whatever, man. No, I, I mean. She's good enough for Henry Cavill. She's good enough for me. Ab- abs- absolutely. <laughs> All shapes and sizes, man. I think you just made it weird. <laughs> um, what was your favorite TV show of 2019? Watchmen. Watchmen. That's right. Uh, mine would be 2019 Watchmen. I can't even think. So that's my problem with the decade discussion is like, what the fuck came out in 2011? I will tell you. Oh, oh cool. Yes, please do. All right. Uh, movies of this year. Um, oh, are you going to tell me about the TV shows? Didn't you just say For the decade? Yeah. No, we're doing the decade stuff at the end. <clears throat> oh, okay. We'll do all of 2019 and then we'll do of the decade. Or do you want to do it now? Yeah, let's just do it now, man. Fuck it. Ah. Fuck, we'll fucking do it now. I'm not ready. <laughs> what does he say? We'll do it live. Okay, that's it. <laughs> Fuck it. We'll do it live. <laughs> uh, can you pad while I'm doing this? Pad? Yeah. Like, fill this gap oh sure all right folks today's new uh today's ready five podcast is brought to you by all the way from taiwan porsche speedster models <laughs> uh brought to you by zen zendifu uh get your models right now this one comes in black with the uh number 18 on the side binban motor binban series porsche speedster available at your local taiwanese Model kit store. How much does uh, Binbon cost, did they say on the ad? No idea. <laughs> <laughs> um, All so right. I will tell um, do I, I do have something to pad. So uh, Greg went to Taiwan and saw Star Wars. And apparently when you go see a movie in Taiwan, I don't know if it's just for cool sci-fi films, but they give you the posters and then they give you a really cool little sleeve that's about the size of a sheet of paper. And it has movie posters from every main Star Wars film in there. Um, and Greg said it wasn't that cool. I think it's really cool. I'd be stoked. No, I, I did. No, man, it's cool. I didn't say it was like. I, this isn't like something like you're gonna go buy. Well, I don't know. It just depends. I would buy this, but for cheap, right. like maybe five yeah, whatever. bucks or something. It's shiny. It's got all the make cool me out to seem like a bad guy, <clears throat> and it makes me realize that the Star Wars original Star Wars logo is like so much cooler than every other logo. Why couldn't they think of cool logos for these other movies? But uh, yeah, so there's uh, that. <laughs> what are you looking up? Let's go. To uh, I'm trying to pull up a, just a regular list of like the biggest TV shows. Okay, well, I can do just start off the top. Breaking Bad, The Wire, 30 Rock, The Office, Game of Thrones, The Americans, Parks and Rec, The Leftovers, Atlanta, Fargo, Big Little Eyes, BoJack Horseman, Battle Call Saul, Stranger Things. Then there's things like uh, Rick and Morty, um, Killing Eve is on here, Uh, Atlanta... The Wire, Black Mirror. I didn't think about that one. I don't know if that... Eh. I want to see Atlanta. I never watched it. You've never watched yeah. uh, Justified, Marvelous Miss Maisel. My wife likes that show. Um, My future wife likes that show. 
The Fall, Orange is the New Black, uh, a bunch of crime shows, Community, that's a really good show, but I thought that was prior. Do you know The Soup is coming back? Oh, really? No, it already came back. Adventure Time, Um, Some American shit. Horror <laughs> Story, Twin Peaks, The Return, Mad Men. I can tell talk to you about American Horror Story, that just continues to get... Not as interesting. Mad Men, uh, The Leftovers. That mm, is a very good show. Yeah, I that. Um, yeah. So, yeah, uh, did you pay attention to any of those? Yeah, I, Hannibal. Fr- no friends that come out this year. Friends. <laughs> I don't know why that's on here. Yeah, there's a lot of big shows on there, all of which I've not watched front <laughs> to back, but I've seen an episode here and there. Um, Mad Men, uh, whatever. I just see, like, I just, I think it has to be, like, more sci-fi. I just don't give a shit about things like Mad Men. Okay, so what what's the best show that you've seen in the past 10 years? Fleabag. Well, it's probably Watchmen. Of the past 10 years, Watchmen. Yeah, I, don't, I can't think of a show I liked more than Watchmen. It's a really again, good Sherlock with uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. <clears throat> um, Chernobyl. Oh, yes. Yep, that's a great one. That is a great one. I did like that quite a bit. So you're still sticking? Yeah, and but again, you know, keep. I think you're more poised to answer this. I would say The Westworld. Oh yeah, HBO. Uh, that's is excellent. Probably, which again, I mean HBO just has. I still haven't seen season two though. I watched one, loved it. What? I know. I'm gonna see season two. Well, season three comes out in a few months, yeah. so jump on season I heard two. People, season two didn't get. Well, um, a lot of people weren't telling me to like go out and see it right away though. Well, the thing with season two, ooh, the leftovers is this list best show of the past decade. Leftovers is really, really, really good. Um, Westworld is just, you know, more up my alley because it's more robots and sci-fi. Yep. Uh, season two is very confusing because um, there's a lot of time jumps and it's hard to follow until the, like the end where it's like, oh, this is how it all fits yeah. together. A lot of TJs. Yep. A lot of, <laughs> <laughs> lot of TJs, man. <laughs> Thank you for keeping up the bit. Yep. All right. Uh, so your favorite of 2019, Watchmen. Yep. Your favorite of the decade, Watchmen. Cool, man. Yep. <laughs> Movies. Movies of this year, the big ones, Ford vs. Ferrari, Dr. Sleep, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Ed Astra, Joker, The Lion King, Spider-Man, Far From Home, Dark Phoenix, Godzilla, King of Monsters, John Wick 3, Endgame, Shazam, Captain Marvel, Alita, Battle Angel, Glass, Bumblebee, and Star Wars. Um, Not to mention all the other like Oscar noms and Golden Globes. Stuff. Right. Um. Let's see. I mean, Endgame is just so huge for me. That was that was a big deal. Um. It's your best of twenty nineteen. No, I just don't know. I gotta think here. I can tell you what's not my best, and I'm just, I just don't get it, man. I'm just not a huge Joker fan. You preaching to the choir, brother. I just I didn't get it. <laughs> Joaquin Phoenix won the Golden Globe or whatever for best actor. Okay, I do get that. He acted his heart out. Yeah. That's not what the movie's problem is. Everybody is acting well. Joaquin Phoenix acts very well. 
but there is nothing synonymous with the Joker in that movie. It's just a movie about a mentally unstable person. Yeah, I don't know I if that's just... PC to say that anymore, whatever the correct jargon is, but like they're just like, make a movie. He's a clown. We can slap the title Joker on it. I, I just wasn't. Um, I just. It was a fine movie, but it was not. I don't care to like. I will probably watch it again just because I'm so confused by how many people are loving it. But I just. It's not. I didn't think like. This is a Joker film. Right. Like, I. Like, yeah, I just think the coolest part of that movie was the last like 10 15 minutes and we talked about this when the movie right. came out then it started to feel like a joker film because it was about chaos and insanity and i think for me where that movie goes wrong is it made me realize that i don't want a joker origin story and that was just that was just like you said right. yeah that was just a story about a guy i don't believe that that's joker even i believe that that's he's he, that guy wasn't crazy enough for me like right. you know what i mean like he was just depressed and in a bad way and yeah right. there's some shit going on and i know that he of course he goes off the hinges at the end but um you know i just it just didn't connect with me you you can't like turn the joker into like i don't know how to say this you they they tried to make him like the protagonist really humanized this, him, yeah. right like and like you're supposed to be like oh i get why the joker is the way he is it's like yeah no like, the Joker's supposed to be threatening. That's part of his mystique is that you just don't know. You, you don't know? know why he is the way he and is. And they try, and one of my friends at work saw it, and his justification was that they did try to be ambiguous with his origin, with the is he, is his, Thomas Wayne's dad. And, Dude, who cares? That's like a single iota of his whole story. It, still give, it gives him, like, it gives him, it gave him a mom. It gave him possible, it gave him a family, which I didn't like either, you know? Like, right. You know, I never knew anything about Joker's family. I never wanted to know. Like, I just, I just want Joker to be bad, and I want to see him do bad things. And maybe occasionally do a weird team up with Batman, right? Weird stuff. You know what I mean? Like, it just, I don't know. It just wasn't. I just didn't didn't fall in place for me. Correct. I'm agree. I'm in agreement. Do you think, in some way, shape, or form, that they're all lying to us and Robert Pattinson's Batman movie will end up being in that same universe. Man, I hope not. <laughs> I would like to see just like everything else. <laughs> I want to see more source material being used in these adaptations. Like I want to see a Batman movie where he is a detective. Sure. Like well, I think that's what you're going to get with this figuring and stuff out, you know, not just like, Oh, he's going to get in the tumbler and, fly from rooftop to rooftop don't get me wrong christopher nolan batman movies are amazing but it's like all right we we've gotten like the action-packed batman movies let's get something like a little more closer to home where he's like solving like a case where he's got like a cigar in his mouth i'm batman see yeah i'm here gumshoe man (laughs) (laughs) looks like we got a joker card here man i know the perp alfred Um, call the bat cave can i give a little hot take here too this yes. is probably not going to sit well with our more liberal crowd but talk into the mic this might not sit well with our more liberal crowd there you but, go but um i don't know this time for the first time in a long time watching the golden globes i felt like ricky gervais because i really just didn't want celebrities to like 
talk politics or fucking <laughs> climate change or anything. I just want to be like, shut the fuck up. So it hit home for you. I don't know. I mean, I know those are like big things or whatever. And right. Of course, you know, we should be. And I guess whatever. It's good that they're bringing it to the forefront. But I do want to see I want to see a list of what are what are what are all these people doing. Right. To combat these things that they're getting up on stage and being so passionate right. about. Um, which I think was when Joaquin Phoenix say something like, no, I know. I'm like, just thank you guys. We could take like, we don't have to take our private jets here. So right. Like, you know, he's like tiptoeing around, like not pissing off people that he's going to be drinking with later. But I don't know. I just. Right. I they cut him off. It just is like, you yeah. watch these award shows and you know, you're going to get that stuff. Right. It just well, I don't know. It was never bothered me before, but maybe it's just. Uh, maybe I'm 35 now. Now maybe it's, it's now so starting to get yeah, it. Like, get yeah, off my lawn. Yeah. <laughs> Go save the whales somewhere else. Right. On your own time. Right. Tell me some jokes. Ellen's speech was great. Yeah. That was lots of fun. Um, Brad Pitt, he was funny. Mm-hmm. That's all I want to see. More comedy speech. More comedy. The world is. Tell us a funny. Tell us a funny diatribe or story while you're on stage, and then say if you really like that. Please donate to this to save the Australian rainforest. Or right. the rainforest. The Australian forest. Yes. That's what I want to hear. I want to hear people making shit up. Donate to this fake society for Australian rainforests. Correct. That's what I'd like to see. Yep. The funnier your speech, the more money I'm liable to give. Correct. <laughs> we solved the world's problems. We did it. And that's only the first End podcast. End of podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's the first podcast of 2020. What, what else we got to do now? PC. <coughs> PC stands for podcast now. Oh, yeah. That's right. PCs. All right. Well. Uh, <laughs> TJs. Did you ever get an HJ and a TJ? <laughs> Is that possible? Yeah. All of a sudden, I got, I've got gotten this phone booth and took a TJ, and next thing I know, I was getting a BJ. <laughs> like Bill and Ted. Movies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited for Bill and Ted. That's going to be great. Okay. We, we, let's go, man. Let's <laughs> Movies. Go. What do you got? What do you got to put? I can't put together my Gundam I metal. do. Okay. <laughs> you. I'm going to go to the bathroom. You just figure out which movie you like the most out of this year and talk about it. All right. Sure. We'll see you later. Indy Winner says, I got a list here. All right, take it easy. All right, so for my movies, um, I'm going to say, we talk about this all the time on the show. Um, it's still a little bit divisive for me, but Midsummer. If you haven't seen Midsummer yet, it's worth checking out. It is from, uh, oh, I forget the guy's name, Ari something. Uh, but it is an A24 film, and it is from the maker of hereditary and it is in those veins it's just a really fucked up horror film um that is his apparently his uh <laughs> his account of a breakup film um it is not what you'd expect if you're expecting anything from from his films oh avi arad or something like that is his name um but uh it is just very very different um all his movies are they present imagery that is haunting to say the least um and it's worth checking out uh if anything to question you're either gonna i think it's kind of one of those movies you're either really gonna like um or you are not but check that out um beer went right through you i had to drink it it's an october fest it's almost february we were talking about i was talking about midsummer we yes we (laughs) who was with you (laughs) uh 
midsummer. Uh, we the Ready Fight podcast. Uh, uh, the podcasters, the PCers. Um, let's see. So we talked about midsummer. Um, I saw. Oh, I saw an excellent, excellent movie that was nominated for a Golden Globe this past weekend. I watched The Two Popes, and it was so so good. If you're interested at all in no. kind of <laughs> the the um, changeover from Pope Benedict to Pope Francis. Um, I certainly didn't know anything about Why that. are you interested in that? I watched it solely because Anthony Hopkins was in it. Ah, uh, Sir Anthony Sir Hopkins. Sir Anthony Hopkins and any movie that he's in was, and it was getting good. SHP. Yeah. SHH. It was getting. S A H. I'll get it one of these times. He's got that one. kind of beer is that? Is that from Taiwan? Is that a Taiwanese beer? Yep. The old <laughs> Hop Brown October Fest <laughs> Taiwan edition. Uh, you nailed it. <laughs> so, quick uh, interjection here. Interjection. Interjection. Uh, new favorite beer is this beer in Taiwan called Only 18 Days. <laughs> I don't have any idea what that is. Refers to, but it's called Only 18 Days. It was such a good beer. Did it say that in English on the bottle? Yeah. (laughs) It was amazing. Drank so much of it. All right. Continue with uh, your Sir Anthony Hopkins panegyric. Folks, if you have a chance to see, uh, it is a, um, you know, I don't don't really know how historically accurate it is, but it is about the changeover from uh, Pope Benedict to Pope Francis. and it is a phenomenal watch. The acting in there, I was um, shocked that it didn't win more awards from the Golden Globes, to be honest, just because uh, I did see some of the other movies it went up against, and I thought that was really, really good. Um, what other movies? Endgame. I mean, that's action-wise, tied it, all to, tied it all together. Super awesome. We talked about it on the show. Right. If you haven't seen Endgame or don't know what it's about, uh, you better check yourself, son, because it's a big one. Um, your movies. What do you like? Um, out of that list, uh, standouts are Endgame, uh, Shazam, Captain Marvel, Alita: Battle Angel was alright. Um, Doctor Sleep I thought was really good. Yeah, I still want to see that. Uh, Ford vs Ferrari was fine. Once Upon a Time Hollywood was boring. I watched most of marriage story with my wife oh yeah interesting yeah uh very good acting but um whatever pretty um star wars i guess um star wars we'll talk about that in a sec us is on this list us i thought was such a letdown compared to get out did you see us no it's just i just didn't i just wasn't into it as much as get out um uh i'd have to say Oddly enough, favorite movie of the year? Star Wars. Wow. Um, that's interesting. I did see Uncut Gems. Uh, what? Yeah. I was excited to see that. That's I will go see almost any A24 film. That studio just Okay, I, I, I true. That that's super awesome. understandable. But and I love The Sandman. I love Big Ticket. Uh, KG was in that <laughs> and it's just a really cool movie it, it, it's an awesome everything is well acted in there it's a movie about KG Kevin Garnett yeah the big ticket <laughs> <laughs> that's 
That's what's a, it's a huge part of the story. Oh, really? Um, yes. <laughs> so it's so weird. Uh, but it's just Such about a this weird movie jeweler that's yeah. I've seen the trailers nonstop. Continues to make really poor decisions with his money, um, and the ending was pretty cool. So I would definitely go see that. I do want to see Parasite. I'm gonna. I'm thinking I might just buy that this weekend and watch it. Um, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. It's That's supposed to be good. I've heard good things of it. Bong, Ju, Bong Joon-ho's Palm de Or winner. It's <laughs> a weird sense. Parasite revolves, revolves around a family that overtakes a wealthy residence bit by bit. But the best sequence finds them trapped uh, when an unexpected development puts their scheme at risk. They're forced to hide in various corridors uh, of the uh, expansive house. Uh huh. So I'm excited to see that. I haven't seen it yet. Um <coughs> Man, I, would, I can't wait for a little bit because I just remembered something. Um, a really big I, gotcha moment. I saw The Irishman. Ugh. Uh, we watched it in two parts. No way I will ever watch that. It was cool, but it was like, um, I don't know. Definitely was not my favorite Scorsese film, and I fell asleep during it because it was pretty... Pretty slow at times, but uh, there's no way I'd ever watch that again. That's, that was just way too long. Um, but it's about Jimmy Hoffa and stuff like that. Yep. Uh, but my, I think just to make it easy, I'll say Endgame was my movie of the year. year. Of the year. But there are probably way better movies of the year I just haven't seen. Right. Endgame lost me. Uh, just the the incoherent time travel stuff just put me off, I think. Yeah. What do you think about the news of Doctor Strange? Scott Derrickson is out. What? They parted ways last night. Really? Yep. Mutual. He's still going to be executive producer, I guess. But um, what do they say? What do they sounds say? more creative differences? Right. Sounds like more studio interference. Yeah. Which sucks because he was an excellent director for the first one. Yep. Um, and people were excited for this one because it was supposed to be kept billing it as a horror film. And mm-hmm. he has his roots in horror, um, if I remember correctly. So Correct. Now, uh, and, that, and what really kind of worries me about that is of their phase four, that was, to me, like the biggest one. You know, that was going to some serious shit I thought was going to happen in that movie to further along. Right. And ready. Marvel See, that's where one. I'm like, I'm kind of <laughs> fallen, I think, with big budget movies is so much of this is turning into uh, like creative differences. Um, Star Wars, Marvel, DC stuff. I'm, I'm starting to be more excited for things like Dune, uh, Christopher Nolan's next movie, like things like where it's like, all right, this is the director. This is what they want to do. And this is what's going to happen mm-hmm. with it. Mm-hmm. Instead of having a movie by committee, which usually turns out to not be what people want. Yeah, no more NBCs, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Um, so you say Star Wars. Star Wars just say, because... Yeah, yeah I say Endgame not being totally ready for this and having seen all the movies I wanted to see. I mean, there's... I wouldn't say Two Popes is my movie of the year, but that was way more interesting and a better act. It's still, like... The acting in there was phenomenal as composed to Endgame, you know? Like right. Whatever, but Endgame was like... Nerd-wise, it was just pretty cool to me. Right. Um, <clears throat> so I'll give it the nod. Um, cool. You ready for a decade? Let's talk about Star Wars, though. All right. Star Wars, you man. just run with it, man. This is your thing. Um, <clears throat> again, kind of uh, incoherent. Um, 
you know, it's it takes a lot of new directions. I think it suffered a lot from uh, course correction from Last Jedi. Um, it seems like this should have been two movies jammed into one. Mm-hmm. Um, there was just so much stuff happening. It was it was a really uh, video game esque where it was go here, go here, go here, go here. Very uh, peripatetic and. Ooh. Was that? A finale. The right, word, the right usage of that word? Uh, peripatetic is like working in place to place to place. I'll believe you. Um, nomadic. It, it, th- yeah, it, it was just a lot in one film. But it's your movie of the year. Um, yeah, I watched <laughs> it again last night. Adam Driver really is like the, one of the best parts of these new movies. Kylo Ren? Yeah. He is really good weren't you disappointed with how dumb that movie made the knights of ren look yes there's a scene they where they're all, all walking cool. they all look right so and then there's a scene where they're walking into like one of the star destroyers and like the floor is all dirty i'm like is that from them is it saying that they're dirty or is the floor dirty is anybody else realizing this but yeah like I don't understand if they're the Knights of Ren, so they're Kylo Ren's followers, or is Ren a name of something? Things that are never explored in the, that this saga right. or this trilogy. Um, you would think if they were his knights, they would just be like, "All right, you know, we're on your side no matter what." Right. Um, but yeah, you know, whatever. They were just kind of a non-element. That movie to me was very just fine i was not right but i was absolutely not disappointed with a single thing with it i think mm-hmm. i would be if i was a super fan um but because i'm just I th- i'm thinking you're maybe a little bit more than your casual <coughs> star wars fan it was enough for me um right. but i totally agree with you yeah it should have been more movies i would have been fine with that i will tell you what i think they got completely right is Given how special effects are now versus what the eighty when was seventies when mm-hmm. the original was it seventies when new seventies to eighties yeah is <clears throat> it seventy four seventy two seventy two is a new hope really um <clears throat> you might want to look that up mm. um but what I will tell you is is I can imagine that kids in the seventies seeing the especially and I think what Return of the Jedi was obviously seventy seven seventy yeah that's what I i thought it was a little later but um i don't know man i wasn't born until 86 return of the jedi that must have been what like 88 <laughs> well this is well, this is important to my point here i don't think return of the jedi was 90s was it no no a- return, 88 83 oh really oh okay <clears throat> um like especially when return of the jedi if you're a kid or a teenager or whatever the Emperor probably looks pretty cool and scary and with his powers or whatever. Right. Um, and menacing. But growing up in my generation, I was always like, they could make that guy a lot cooler. Mm-hmm. And they really did in this movie. He looks, he was kind of what I always wanted the Emperor. Like, he looked like a super villain, mm-hmm. scary fucking bad, not even human almost anymore, you know, just, or not human, but right. whatever he was. <clears throat> um so I just I was really impressed and I know that there was uh, honestly that's I think what I would have liked more is just more story about you know why does he have those fucking Snoke clones right. hanging there how did he obviously everyone's talking about how did he even come back um, 
And I think that was <clears throat> the problem with this trilogy is there was just so much open-ended material that you're like, okay, elaborate on that. Right. Like, um, when I was watching the movie again last night, I was kind of going over all the Star Wars. And, like, there's a lot of gripes about, you know, oh, like, this force healing stuff and now, like, this transportation right. uh, <coughs> with a force, which is fine because, you know, like, the prequels, they talk about, you know, using the force to, like, stop people from dying, you know, bring people back from the dead, stuff like that. Right. So, you know, it is talked about in the film, so I don't think that's too far of a stretch. But it's, you know, like you just said, uh, where did Snow come from? Why did he have to do this? Uh, why is the Emperor's plan so always so, like, the the long con, and then it just foils on him at the end yeah. when he starts involving other people? It's like, just do it yourself, because, like, it was your... It was your plan for Luke, you know, or technically Leia um, or whoever, you know, in the original trilogies. You know, he had this huge elaborate plot and then he's trying to get a new apprentice and that's where it turns on him. It's like the same thing in this one. Yeah. It was like the same thing in like the first one, uh, the prequels. But what I came to realize is, one, I have a favorite out of each, like, the prequels, Revenge of the Sith is the best. Uh, the original trilogy, Empire Strikes Back is the best. And then of this new trilogy, I think Force Awakens, the first ones, is, is the best of the films. Yeah. Um, but at the same rate, in turn, the story is the best in the original trilogy. The action's the best in the prequels. And like the acting or the character development is the best in the newest trilogy. Hmm. That's a hot take. You think the action is the best in the first three? In the prequels? Yeah. Yeah. Darth Maul fight, Anakin, Obi-Wan fight, Boba Fett, or Jango Fett fight, the pod race. I don't know about your... I will tell you that I agree with, uh, yes, I think three, or I think in this third trilogy, seven is the best movie. Mm -hmm. Certainly Empire Strikes Back is the best in the original. I actually like Phantom Menace as my favorite of the first. Which is understandable. I get that. Um, but as a Star Wars fan, I mean, I don't really hate any of them. Right. Um, I dislike some of them. I, A New Hope is still my least favorite movie. I watched all Star Wars this year oh, again. Um, and that's what I don't get with think the, the, the mass, the masses, you know, ragging on, you know, that's, it happened with the prequels too. Everybody hated the prequels. They're like, oh, this is nonsense. All this, like. Watch the original trilogy. There's a lot of stuff that doesn't make any sense in those movies, and people just give it, you know, what it what they want because it's nostalgic to them. And they're like, "Oh, those movies can't be touched. They're flawless." No, there's was, major flaws in those movies. Obviously, I understand that's a different time, the seventies. Right. It's so a, now that now people are starting to forgive the prequels the because culture, they're of the time. There's well, sure, I'll give you that, but you know, and also too different era. Like you didn't have all you didn't have PCs. You didn't have podcasts. Uh, yep. You have this geek culture. That, sure, you know right. there were comic book shops and shit like that that existed, and followers of those movies. Sure, but it was nothing like today. So um, you don't think that there's any room for error in movies today because they should know better? No, no, no. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that's absolutely no. You as someone who notoriously hates Star Wars. <laughs> well, I don't. Hate I'm, Star. I'm kidding. I, I'm saying that. Whether you think there's room for error or not, it's going to get picked apart a thousand times Correct. more, right? Right, so, because of the internet. Right. right. Um, and you're going to just hear these things that you wouldn't have heard in the seven, seven you know what I right. mean? So, right. 
Um, I will tell you, you did bring up something, though, that I would like to pick apart. And that's kind of a problem for me is, and again, because I'm not a massive Star Wars fan, I didn't give a shit, but it would be an issue for me if this was something like a passion of mine. You spend the, this is the Skywalker saga, and you spend so much time thinking Luke is as good as it gets, and he's so badass, and he's, and he's whatever, he's just the ultimate Jedi. Right. And it's about him, and whatever, and then these new people come along, and you don't really know where Ray's the lineage is from or whatever and the same with the well you do with kylo but um i don't ever and correct me if i'm wrong i don't ever remember luke or any jedi being able to just heal people um with the wave of their hand well and i don't remember seeing that until this movie the thing is it's like there was a whole thing in the prequels with um, the Emperor talking to Anakin about how his, his master could stop people from yeah, dying. Yeah, with Darth Sidious or right. whatever? Plagueis. Or Plagueis, yeah. Right. So, like I said, it is canon, and he said you can't learn it from a Jedi, whatever. I mean, once again. So where did, Ray, take, where did Ray learn it from? It just... That, powerful. Just power in the Force. That's too much of a power to, like, just show up. You know what I mean? Like, well, it, it makes it makes a lot of the movie just be like... It, 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 it takes away from moments, right? Like, and But again, there's wild inaccuracies in all these movies or inconsistencies, I should say. It's like, what? why do some people disappear and then turn into a force ghost and some people don't? Qui-Gon Jinn didn't disappear like everybody else and he didn't turn into... Well, and then he turns are- into a force ghost for Yoda and the shows, which are canon, like Clone Wars yeah. is a canonical show... It shows that Yoda has to go on this big journey to turn into a force ghost when he dies. Oh. And nobody else did this. And like Ben Solo did it at the end of this. Leia did it. Luke did it. It's like some people can, some people can. And then she hears the voices of people who did and did not. So it's all over the place. So it's like you can't pick apart one movie and not pick apart the rest of them because it, it's it's across all nine movies. Well, yeah, but here, okay, with what you just said, the force ghost thing. And I, I know that that's just one area, but let me tackle that. From a non <laughs> non super fans perspective, I'm gonna let you feel this one. I had no idea about that shit, so why would I pick that apart? You know, I I understand, but that was a question in my mind. Is like, why is she just hearing everybody? These, why why aren't they showing up? Right, you, you know, heard uh, Mace Windu talk at one point. It's like it was. You know what would <laughs> been really cool? I I don't know. I've never watched Rebels, but what is her name? Ahsoka. 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 Yeah. Um, she must be like really cool. Yep. She was she one was of the voices. Voices apparently. Yep. So. I'm sure that was a cool uh, Easter egg or whatever right. for people that know about it. Um, but I had a problem with that. I'm like, well, why wouldn't why wouldn't it have been cool if like this whole group of were just like touching her or something empowering? Correct. Her? That would have been so awesome. Yes. Um, <clears throat> as a Star Wars, as a big Star Wars fan, it is not exactly what I wanted to be the finale. Yeah, I, yeah. But I wasn't. I knew going into this, I wasn't going to get exactly what I wanted. Too many fingers have touched this. It's been in and out of directors and developers, and it's been all over the place. Well, like I said earlier, it's now blockbusters are movie by committee, and it never turns out, you know, under one single vision. Well, and you're especially this one, right? Right. So, um, but I'd rather go see that than Joker again. Right. So. Why no? Uh, that's probably not. But there were good parts. There were bad parts, and it was like you yeah, said. Yeah, I was fine. With it, it was that, fine. It was, but I completely agree that I think I've heard this take a lot that it should be more than should have been more than one movie. I keep hearing all this shit about a 
J.J. Uh, Abrams cut now and all this stuff that expounds a little bit more on the Empire right. Emperor and stuff like that. So, yeah, they could have somebody could have done a way better job. I don't know why, like Kasdan didn't do it. I don't whatever happened with tre- uh, Kevin Trevorrow or whatever his name right. is. Yeah, all that stuff, <clears throat> you know, or, or at least, you know, it, I don't know. Have a yeah, whatever. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Who cares? Star Wars is over. Next Star Wars will happen soon, and then people will forget the next, about it. What, is, what do you think the next movie will be? Uh, right now, it's uh, speculated that it'll be Old Republic stuff. That would be really cool. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be a fresh take. Right. Um, right. That and you know, still to this day, my favorite Star Wars movie is Rogue One, which doesn't really have to do with any right. of the main storyline. <laughs> it's just so good. My favorite Star Wars movie is the one that has the least to do with Star Wars. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So. I just like it so much because it's like the least picked apart one because everybody's like, actually, uh, Luke Skywalker wouldn't be able to do that. And it's yeah. like, shut up. <laughs> yeah, this is a cool. universe. Where they have I like solo laser weapons solo that cool. stop at a certain point. How do how does that happen? Yeah, <laughs> like how do you make a lightsaber? Like it doesn't matter anymore. It, it's space wizards and they. In this movie, she cut off the wing of a Tie Fighter and then spun out of control, meaning that the wing of the Tie Fighter has something to do with aerodynamics in a in a you know physical space. Sure, that doesn't make any sense. No, uh, yeah, none yeah. of it makes any sense. The more I talk to you, the less I ever want to see another Star Wars <laughs> movie again. It's just like take it for what it is, enjoy the film, and move on. All right, let's go to. Are we at games yet? We got to do best of the decade movies. Do movies. All right, I'll just uh, we're. G- you just let you just name some off. All right, you ready? Um, <clears throat> don't lean on my poster, man. I didn't touch your stupid Taiwan <laughs> poster. <laughs> <clears throat> um. Oh, before we get on to this, last episode or two episodes ago, you said that both Star Wars and Marvel weren't for kids. And I told you merchandising was a big part of this. So I did some research, and I got a little sheet here. <clears throat> so, I don't feel box like office that. revenue from the MCU... Twenty-two point five billion. Uh-huh. Star Wars. Um, this is throughout ten movies. Uh, Nine point three one billion. I don't feel like I would have said Star Wars is not for kids. You said it. I listened back. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> now remember that Star Wars is only ten films. Um, at this point, I, this isn't including the new one, and the MCU. That's twenty-three movies. Mm-hmm. So pretty much double for the MCU. Uh-huh. Merchandising, um, Star Wars merchandising, $32 billion since uh, New Hope. Uh-huh. Um, that's $700 million in toys alone in 2015. That's the latest number I could figure. Well, who's buying these toys? It, yeah, are you saying adults? <laughs> <laughs> okay, whatever. <laughs> and, uh, MCU... T- $41 billion in merchandising, which are saying half of that is toy sales. So these movies are generating a lot of revenue in toy sales. Whoa. We're talking billions and billions of dollars. So I kind of feel like they might be a little bit for children still. Way to, way to put the crowd okay. stats, dude. <laughs> the biggest films of the 2010s. <clears throat> Star Wars The Force Awakens. And all, of, and all the money they made in toys. Star Wars <laughs> The Force Awakens. 
uh, Avengers yes, Endgame, cool. Black yes, Panther, cool. Avengers yes, cool. Infinity War, yes, Jurassic cool. World, yeah. Marvel's The Avengers, their first yeah, one. Cool. Um, Wait, Avengers, when does that come out? What? Marvel's The Avengers? 2012. Really? Yep. Huh. Uh, Star Wars Last Jedi, Incredibles 2, The Lion King, Rogue One, Beauty and the Beast, Finding Dory, Avengers Age of Ultron, Dark Knight Rises, mm. Toy Story Avengers 4, Captain World, Marvel, right. Hunger Games Catching Fire, Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom, Toy Story 3, Wonder Woman, Iron Man 3, Captain America and Civil War, The Hunger Games. Well, this must be like a nerd's list. No, this was the top is, top box office grossing oh, movies. Box office grossing. Yeah. Also on this list um, of top movies, Social Network, <laughs> yes. Tree of Life, Inception, Inside Lewin Davis, Moonlight, Bad Max Fury Road, Moonlight, Inside yeah. Out, Avatar, Get Out, Mad La Max. La Land. No, let's go a little slower on that. Can we just say, can I just read that list again? Django Unchained. Yes, All right. awesome. Um, Social Network, Boyhood. Yes. Boyhood Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises, yeah, Separation, sweet. Tree of Life, Inception, hold Moonlight. On, hold on, Separation, what is that? Um, it's like an Oscar nom. It takes place in, uh, I don't know. Tree of Life Serbia, was Serbia, boring as fuck. Yeah, I remember your, your <laughs> I wanted to, I wanted to like that so bad, um, and it was not. It was just um, Inside Out, Avatar. No, Avatar. Blo- Avatar is in this decade. It can't be. Yeah, that doesn't. That was like right. 2009. Yeah, oh, well, whatever. I guess. Avatar yeah, 2009. Sucks. It was sick. Avatar. I don't want to see two, three, four, or five. I'm kind of excited for it. <laughs> Get Out, La La Land, Dark Knight Rises, Toy Story three and four, Black Panther, Bridesmaids, Django Unchained. Yeah, those are some good movies. Uh. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Yep, that was cool. Ex Machina. Oh, yes, absolutely. Um, well, Annihilation. How Annihilation. about Under the Skin? Did you watch Under the Skin? Yeah. Yeah, that's a crazy movie. So, what was your favorite movie of the decade? I don't know, man. There's a lot of good movies. Yeah, there's just too many. I will tell you just from that list that Ex Machina has got to be up there. Yeah. And Annihilation was super cool. Yeah. Both Alex Garland, I think his name is. Alexander Uh, Garland. (coughs) Which, Um, what's his next movie? When is There Will Be Blood? When is that? That can't be in this decade. Yeah, that was before that. Um, That was so good. Um, (coughs) I don't know, man. There's so, I'd have to, those movies are high up there for me. Um. I'm trying to think. Social Network was really cool. It was. I loved. Well, that's my Dave, David Fincher is my favorite director. So, um, that was super cool. I uh, found out that. Oh, sorry. Keep it going. <laughs> no, that's uh, just trying to think. Um, Alexander Garland also did, wrote on Dread, which is amazing. Oh yeah, Dread was cool. Yeah. Sunshine, one of my favorite movies. The Beach. Oh yeah, I've Halo. never seen the beach. I need to see it. Never let me go. Twenty eight days later was a movie. He yeah, hidden twenty eight days later. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> what is your favorite decade movie? Interstellar. I just watched that again uh, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, that movie is really cool. It's definitely like my that. probably my favorite movie of all time. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> okay. There's never <laughs> been a movie. And it still does that moves me so emotionally and also is so entertaining. I love space, sci-fi, time travel. Pussy. 
cool, dude. <laughs> and that movie checks all those boxes, and it's emotionally movied. Um, yeah, I mean that movie is pretty cool. Um, yeah. and I'm really excited for Tenant. I really like yeah, Christopher Nolan that, movies. That new trailer looked really, yeah. really awesome. I thought. I could have swore I thought his next movie was like supposed to be some like a romantic, not a comedy, but like I don't know. I thought it was some sort of like rom deal, but nope. And Tenant came out and it looks awesome. Uh yeah. So best, I would say, my favorite Interstellar. Then Sunshine is a runner up. I don't know if that came out this decade actually. Uh, Predestination is amazing. Um, it's another really good one. You, anybody listening, watch Predestination if you haven't seen it. Civil and War. And then Upgrade. Know. Or not Civil War. Winter Soldier is my favorite Marvel movie. Yeah. <coughs> so many Marvel movies that came out this decade. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's do games, man. All right. What's your, who was your favorite game of the year? Um, My favorite game of the year, probably... Control, I think, is my 2019 so far. Uh, I want to play Control so bad. Um, um, now, keep in mind, I haven't beat it, but I've played it enough to know that it is. And we talked about this. Well, I guess we didn't talk. We talked about this on the Lost podcast. Um, I just kind of, I mean, there were definitely some big moments in games this year. Um, but I feel like it was kind of a slower year for games. Um, yeah. And you can see that in some of the Game of the Year nominees like Sekiro, Control, those aren't exclusives that these companies are pushing big money into. Um, but that's not to take away from what they were. Uh, Control is an excellent game uh, that has kind of a story like none other. Uh, Sekiro is a game made by some of the finest craftsmen from software uh, in the gaming industry right now. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but, you know, you had... Uh, you had a notable, I guess, bump in the road, if you will, with Death Stranding. Um, not really being what people's expectations were or what they hoped for it to be. Um, I'm trying to think what came out earlier this year. Um, but definitely Control is up there for me. Um, how about you? What have you... have you? Did you play a I single mean, the, game? The only two games... Uh, three games I played that were from this year were... Anthem, which I played for a day. Yeah, talk about another misstep. I mean, Ugh. I don't even think they support that anymore. No, I deleted things. it off my PlayStation. Resident Evil 2, that was a big game. But again, as cool as that game was, it's a game that came out however many years ago. I did start playing when I got the Xbox. It came with Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, and that's very cool. Um, Apex Legends came out in 2019. Uh, Devil May Cry 5, that's a big one. Um, I have that. I haven't dug into it. Oh, Mortal Kombat 11. I take it back. That's my personal game of the year. Yeah. <laughs> uh, MK11 was just, I put so much time into that, and it was just everything I wanted in a fighting game. Those just continue to get better and better. I can't right. wait for 12. Um, <clears throat> you have games like Gears 3. Um, you have some experimental games like Telling Lies, which is from the creators of Her Story. Um, if you haven't played those mobile games, you should definitely do that. They're awesome. Um, I'm trying to think what else do we have here Rage 2 came out so I mean there were some big names but you know what I mean like just nothing as I skip through here there's nothing massive there's no Halo right. or there's no there was no like 
new genre defining game. It was just all kind of, I feel like companies were either gearing up for next year and the inevitable next gen right. wave or, um, you know, Sony with last of us two. Right. Ghost it's it's the end of this console. Cycle, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, the games I played were this year were Anthem, uh, Red Dead two. And I'm <laughs> not that far into death stranding, but that's it. So I'm going to give it to death stranding because it's the most interesting game I've played this year. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, it's nothing if not interesting, right? So, um, but I think just looking at this list, I'm pretty comfortable with control. I haven't played the Outer Worlds yet. I that keep on hearing really that's cool. so good. Yeah. Disco Elysium is another game yeah, that I actually, hear so much good things about. Right. Um, Disco Elysium really holds my interest because it's an original game um, that I feel like it's kind of one of those games that, from what I'm reading and understanding, has a lot of room to grow um and could be the start of something where like when disco elysium 2 comes out a lot of people are going to pay attention you know right so we'll see um but definitely control was my 2019 um let's take a walk down memory lane best games of the decade all right i got a list pulled up you want me to start running through it oh well yeah i can tell you um fortnite Okay, let Call me of stop. Duties. Let me let me, let me talk Star a little Wars, bit about it. <laughs> Jedi Fallen Order, Devil May Cry. Oh, that's this year. Um, God of War, Spider-Man, Red Dead Redemption 1 and 2, Super Mario Odyssey, uh, What Remains of Edith Finch, Near Automata. Let me stop you. Hold on. I'd like to talk about some of these. Cuphead. Super Mario Odyssey was probably the coolest Mario game I've ever played in my life. We, get, we could spend... Like a year reviewing these games, though. Let me just say one sentence about them when I see when I hear a good one. So okay. Super Mario Odyssey, if you have if you don't have a Switch and if you do have a Switch and you haven't played that game, shame on you. It is so much fun. What's the next one? God of War. You missed a couple there that I'd like to talk about. What happened after Super Mario? Odyssey? A lot of this stuff was this year. What Devil remains May Cry. of e- What Remains of Edith okay. Finch is what one you said. I just that's got after done, God of War. I just got done playing What Remains of Edith Finch. That takes about three hours to get through. It's 15 20 bucks and it is completely worth your time okay god of war probably my favorite game of all time next to spider-man zelda <laughs> ocarina of time uh spider-man's great if you have a ps4 you need to play it it's it's action it's a superhero game done well haven't seen a game done that well since batman arkham city red Dead redemption one and two i mean those are <clears throat> i was thinking about that versus grand theft auto we'll go into grand theft auto with these they, I like the Red Deads. The Better. story is just, it's just more interesting. Right. I don't remember as story. much from Grand Theft Auto Five, and I yeah. played a ton of Grand Theft Auto Five as I do from my time with Red Dead One or Two. A game I always want to play, but I never play it. Near Automata. Yes, I have never played it. it looks cool. It's supposed to be awesome. Uh, Cuphead. Cuphead again. If you own a Switch uh, or an Xbox. Um, you need to play it. It is difficult and rewarding and so much love into that game. It is so fun. Assassin's Creed Origins and Odyssey. Yeah, I guess they're supposed to be cool. Haven't played them. I, I, I don't boycott Assassin's Creed. I just haven't played any of them. Uh, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. One of the greatest games of the generation. Titanfall and Apex Legends. I don't care about those. Persona games. Supposed to be very cool. Never played them. Hitman 1 and 2. 
Hitmans are awesome. Uh, Doom. The remake of Doom was my 2016 game of the year. Uncharted 3 and 4. What did you think of Uncharted 3 and 4? Amazing. I love those games. Uncharted 4 <laughs> is one of my favorite games of all time. They are must-plays. I think that's fair to say. Overwatch. Um, Yeah, I mean, yeah, team-based. Yeah, whatever. Squad shooting Great. at its best. Uh, Batman, Arkham City, and Arkham Knight. Arkham City is probably the best superhero game ever. Metal Gear Solid Five: The Phantom Pain. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> what an awesome list here. Witchers 2 and 3. Talked about it. Yep. I uh, don't, amazing. I Play it. Uh, just get ready to want to sink three, 400 hours into Witcher 3. Destiny 1 and 2. Yeah, whatever. Shooting games. Yeah, Destiny is... Uh, Destiny, if nothing else, is a is a great example of listening to your community and delivering what they want. Uh, those... Um, like Shadow of Mordor, and I can't remember. Oh yes, uh, yes. What the, the other one was? Lord of the Rings. Shadow uh, of never Rings. played them. I've seen people play them. They look them. fun. Uh, I played a couple hours of the first one, and yeah, it was pretty cool. Uh, Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze. <laughs> Supposed to be great. I, it's done by Retro Studios. Nintendo's kind of given them the keys to all these. Uh, they did the remakes for. Um, they did the Metroid Prime games. Um, and the rumor is that they are working on Metroid Prime 4. Uh, the Tomb Raider reboots. I only played one and two. Yes, uh, I played one. And every bit that I played was like, I, I actually, that's on my list before PlayStation 5 comes out is to beat those two. Is there two or three? There's three of them. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> They're Rise, all pretty much the Rise same. of the Tomb Raider, is that three? The second one. Oh, that's the second one. I have the first two. No, it's, is it? I don't know. I thought there were only two. No, there's three of them. There's, <sighs> but anyway, that's a great. That's a great. Um, that is a great way to reinvent a much like God of War. It's a great way to reinvent your franchise, right? Tomb Raider. I know there's three of them. Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Shadow of the Tomb that's Raider. Right. Okay, yeah. <clears throat> that's three. Yeah, okay. there's Tomb Raider, Rise of Tomb Raider, and Shadow. Um. Yeah, those are good. Those are fun. Um, I'm gonna get back to this one, so I'm gonna save it. Uh, Grand Theft Auto. I mean, Last yes. of Us. Amazing. Last of Us. I mean, Grand. Well, don't skip over. Grand Theft Auto continues to be like the biggest game of all time. <laughs> but why? <laughs> it's just because you can do anything. Well, it's pretty uh, awesome. The Dishonored games. Yeah, Dishonored was a cool, fresh take on. Far Cry three and four, five, yeah. two. Yeah, those are. I'd never got into them, but uh, Far Cry Four was amazing. I always want to play Far Cry Five. All right. Um, XCOM. I don't know. I think we play any of this type of stuff. Portal Two. Journey. Oh. Journey has to be on there. Yeah, Journey's on here. Portal uh, Two. Portal for two. Sure. Yep. That game was so awesome. That's got to be top ten. Halo Reach. Halo Four. Halo Five has got to be. Halo Reach was really cool too. I just don't remember much about Four. <laughs> but I am playing five right now, so five has been played for many, many years. All right. Um, that's like the big games, and then like Sekiro, <laughs> Bloodborne, uh, Dark Souls. Yeah, the whole Dark Souls and From Software, just that that was just a movement that continues to go strong to this day, that type of game. Um, you know, it's really kind of just created its own community and following. 
And then people it, that just want fucking impossible games to beat them up over and over again. That's, right. It's very Jedi. The new Jedi Fallen Order game is very much like right. those games. Is it? Did yes. you play any of that? I haven't. Oh, yeah, nice. It came on the Xbox. Um, it's not as hard as those games, but it's right. They, it's challenging. Um, <laughs> That's the word, challenging. Well, almost it makes me feel like a shitty. Like it just makes me feel bad at video games because like each. But the the point of it is to get better. Yeah, it. yeah, it's but it's just after a while you just get tired of dying. Like I don't <laughs> know, yeah, just get tired of dying. Like each battle with every lackey is so challenging. Yeah, you know what I mean, and it just and then they just keep throwing more and more guys. It's just it's just frustrating. But I'm also trying to get the dual lightsaber, so I skipped to like a hard planet right away, based off this what this one guy told me to do, and. The thing that sucks, though, that makes me mad is I watched a video on how to get this lightsaber. Yeah. And this guy goes to this difficult planet right away. And I could do this. I could just run through everything, you know, mm-hmm. like the bad guys just have lightsabers. And by the time they swing, you run past them. So but I want to I want to actually fucking beat these guys up and get it the hard way. Right. Know? But it's it's tough. interesting that you brought that up because I kind of feel like I'm at the point in video gaming just because I really don't have the time is I'm going to have to start, if I want to get through games, I'm going to have to change it to, like, easy mode. Oh, easy mode? No, I'm not there. I I don't have time to play video games. <laughs> so it's like, how do I experience games now? Is, is <clears throat> I have to take two years to beat a game, and by that time there's such a backlog of games I never played. Like, I want to play Control. I want to play Spider-Man. I want to play I'm Jedi so Fallen. I've got so much going on in my big interest in life. Listen, I don't want to be. <laughs> I don't want to go to school and do all this stuff. I, I bought uh, Mega Bucks and Powerball. Nice. I don't know if I win that, no, I'm help gonna, uh, me. Do help me out. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Pay me to podcast. <laughs> that's that's what I was gonna say. Yep. PM to PC. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, but then that that list that you ran down. Was, We're not done. Oh. Mass Effect series two, three, and Andromeda. Two, that's that was this decade. Two, uh, Mass two Effect was? Two was 2010. Oh, two, oh. Three was 2012, and Andromeda was 2000. I mean, Mass Effect 18. Two is that's the pinnacle of that series, I think. We talked about Andromeda. Some so of my favorite games. The yeah, they're f- phenomenal. That was just that for, for me was like the best dialogue tree games ever. Yeah. You know, like um, and really just really awesome storytelling. Uh, pulled you into the universe. You wanted to find and do out, find out and do everything there. What else you got? <clears throat> Breath of the Wild. I mean, that's Zelda is arguably the best video game series of all time. Zelda's a video game? Yep. <laughs> and that is arguably the best Zelda entry. It's 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 Zelda uh turned to eleven. I mean there's just it is Zelda in an open world and it's exactly what you'd expect. Are you gonna um, borrow me your Switch so I can play it? No, because you only talk shit about Zelda, and anyone that talks shit about Zelda should not um, be allowed to play it. I don't have time <laughs> to play it anyway. You don't even, you can't even finish your, uh, you don't even like God of War. You can't finish your games. You're talking about easy mode, and now you want to take on a 100-hour quest in Zelda? I, w- I just want to play more games, and I want to play more games. Well, figure And I, now I have Gundam kits I have to build. God of War, man. <laughs> yeah, now you have Gundam kits that you have to build. <laughs> it seems, um, like, seems like you're really busy. <laughs> <laughs> you got a lot going on here. 
Friday night building my Gundam kits on my mat with my special magnifying glass. Hey, my, man. This my Gundam is, glue. I'm really excited for this. <laughs> All right. And then, so what's your favorite video game of the decade? God of War. God of War. That's an easy one. God of War. I'll give you my top five. That's an easy one, huh? God of War. Red Dead Redemption 2. Probably Grand Theft Auto 5 is somewhere in there. Um, I'm trying to think. Those are my probably my top three. There, I know there's cop outs because they're huge, but they're just awesome and massive. Um, man, what other excellent game I played so many. Like just reading that list, I can't think. I will tell you that What Remains of Edith Finch is probably like one of the best narratives uh, in gaming that I've played in a long time, and it's for a two three hour game. You'd be crazy not to play it. Um, I don't know, man. Just God of War. I think what God of War. Uh, did for games that that was I remember how I felt when I got my 100% trophy and I felt sad because I had no reason to go back and play it anymore and I just never wanted that to end same thing with Red Dead Redemption the end of that um, well the good news is, is I actually have a lot of to do left in, in Red Dead Redemption but yeah I just can't find the time because you gotta build my Gundams I get it man life's tough <laughs> um, it's hard it's hard on the streets dude yeah. But no, God of War was, um, that was pretty much everything I want in a game. All right, you ready? Uh, I, I, Arkham I, City, was it you said Arkham City was this decade? Yep. That was, that's the best superhero game of all time. All right. So, I'll a do, great decade. And Do I get top five or what? Yeah. Uh, yeah let's hear this. <laughs> five, Portal 2. Uh, that's huge. Four, Inside. Yeah, Inside's cool. Three, Mass Effect. Two, Okay. Two is Uncharted 4. Hmm. Number one, and plus my video ga- favorite video game of all time, Bioshock Infinite. Infinite came out in 2010? Infinite came out. That's why I was saving it. Ooh, that is a good one. I didn't know that. <laughs> <coughs> yeah, that's in my top five. I'll say that. Where did it go? I didn't know Infinite came 2013. Out. Wow. Man, I just lose. Man, I can't believe that's just, that seems like forever ago. Um, yeah, because I guess Bioshock came out in 2007, huh? I think so. So, again, with something that's so complicated, like a plot maybe. line that's so complicated, like that game wrapped up everything so well. It did everything, like, perfectly mm-hmm. in my book. Yeah, that was an amazing story from Ken Levine, who is mm-hmm. now... Uh, I was just reading about his little mini-studio and what they're called. I don't Adam remember. and Avril Levine's older brother. Yeah. Um. So yeah, great decade for games. Great I think, decade, all in all. I think that uh, when we look back a decade from now, and Ready Pot, Ready Fight is ten thousand listeners strong, we're gonna have a hard time remembering. We're getting close, man. We should have taken that deal where yeah, <laughs> we got seven dollars per thousand listeners. Yep. We would be rated at seven dollars in a couple of months. We're idiots. <laughs> um. <laughs> But I think it's going to be interesting. I can guarantee you that one thing I will not remember is that The Last of Us 2 came out in that decade. Because I'll be like, wow, that was way back then. You know, that's like Bioshock Infinite. Like, I, Christ, that was 10 years ago. No, I have that Bioshock <coughs> HD collection. I still have not cracked the seal on. So oh, I'm wow. gonna... Sell that on eBay. No, I'm going to play it, man. I um, love all kinds of PlayStation 5 news. Yep. What are you excited coming for coming up? The next decade. Uh, I'm excited for the new console war. Um, That'll be cool. I'm excited to see whatever Nintendo does next. Not a Switch Pro. I'm excited to see what they do after that. Um, 
I am excited to, let's see, for video games, I think that I, just based off some of the trailers I've seen, like uh, <clears throat> Senwa's Sacrifice or whatever, or Senwa's Siege, whatever the second Hellblade game is called, Yeah, um, that is starting to get to the uh, photorealism levels there yeah. as far as real-time rendering. Um, so not this generation, but I think next generation sometime in like 2025, 2026. Things are going to be nuts. Yeah, and especially with what they're doing with TVs now, I think that's really going to be the focus on making that look like a real-life picture. Right. Um, and I I don't think VR is going anywhere. I think that it's just slow. Yeah. Um, it's, a, it's a hard thing, man. Yeah, I think they just got to figure out a way to really integrate it into people's homes, whether that's... Wireless. You know, it's going to... I think it's going to end have to end up looking something like a 3D glasses, you know, that small or thin. Mm-hmm. But it's just going to... You know what I mean? Like, it's going to have to be really effortless to put it on and right. be... It, so... But I don't think it's going anywhere. I think that's going to play a big part in the next decade. Um, and I think the big thing is community. I think for the... The show with Joel <coughs> yeah, McHale. Yeah, that's the big thing yeah. for video games. Um, that was a great show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think for the next decade with... Twitch hitting its stride, esports getting bigger than ever. Um, I think ESPN is going to look there. Like I think games are going to take a place, take over s- the world, start to take a place in culture like never right. before, and will be some sort of I don't know duke or some baron. We'll probably yeah we'll be we'll be sitting on a throne somewhere. Right, it'll all start here, folks. Right, this you is the alpha. It. We are the alpha and the omega. Correct. That's Greg. Omega. I'm Nathaniel. <laughs> um, I'm Nathaniel. Thanks for listening. Who does our David? Is that his name? D- thanks to David for the theme, theme song. Thanks Banger to Rager. Uh, GameFox.com for being our sponsor. I did some stuff on there finally. Shut up. Yeah. What? <laughs> Everybody go to GameFox right now. Crash the server. Yeah. <laughs> the one yep. server that's running that site. <laughs> um. Yes. Thanks for your support. Uh, if you could like, listen, share all of this stuff, do it on Ready Fight Podcast on Twitter, Ready Fight Podcast on Facebook, email us Ready Fight Podcast at Gmail. Uh, we're gonna try to be better at this show and not do it every couple of months, maybe. Yes. Yeah, we'll get and on it. You as gamers and movie watchers and people in general, you should all be better in twenty twenty. Let's yeah. all be better. Right. Do what uh that girl from uh whatever Norway told us to do and Whatever Ricky, Greta Thunberg. Ger- whatever Ricky Gervais said. Whatever all the hot... All the celebrities, yes. Right, do right. Just yeah, do what they tell us to do. Right. Play games, watch movies. Donate support. to your Australian wildfires. Yeah. yeah. And do, your wild forests. Do stuff. All right. All right. Adios, folks. Later. Thanks for listening. Bye.